The Sound of Revival, Victory, 91.5. The duet of Grace and Reed and Fight for You. Brian Race in for Keith Davis. Here on the day after, the, the day after your Memorial Day. Trust that it was a good one. Thank you for joining us for our special time of, of teaching on the subject of Pentecost with Ray Haynes. And Ray, you said you uh, had something unique from the book of Ephesians. And uh, when you said that, I, my mind immediately perked up because Ephesians is probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite, if not my favorite, uh, book in the Bible. The Lord's just used that to really grow me up in some great ways. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I think it reveals so much about the heart of Jesus. And, and so, obviously, for Pentecost, it's pretty much a summary of what God is looking Looking for us each to do. Uh, just a reminder of the reason we're doing this tonight. Uh, there's two ways of looking at Pentecost. Uh, the those who make the calendar, the the Jews are not followers of Jesus, and so they they count start counting the fifty days the day after Passover, which is a Sabbath. It's feast of unleavened bread. And they really started doing that. Uh, goes back in history a long way, but it really became popular in the first century because after Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day, uh, it started to bother the Jews who didn't want to follow Jesus because they were losing all the followers. So they count this one. So that's where the calendars, that's what we're doing today. Technically speaking, uh, the real 50 actually happens between Saturday and Sunday. So Pentecost Sunday this year actually is the real Pentecost day, but we're following along with the, uh, the calendar because, uh, I'm glad you clarified that because that, that was that was something in my own mind. I was trying to to get it around, and so that that's it, very it is. As I say, you know, Pentecost is it is just built. There's so many different you know arguments or confusion or conflicts, and and it's not just Christians trying to figure out tongues. It's even the Jews themselves. It's you know some say it's it is the day of the handing of the law. The others say no, it isn't, and they just go all of these little things are battles, and so. I think because it's so important, just like the book of Ephesians, it really is absolutely phenomenal. And when you say, what is Pentecost about? The blood of Jesus tore down the veil to the Holy of Holies on Passover. The Holy Spirit unites us into one building, his temple at Pentecost. This is the marriage. This is where we become one with God. He gave us gifts, the fivefold gifts, so that we could grow together into one new man, could walk in love and light and wisdom. We become his bride by loving our spouse and our children. And he'll do through you by his spirit as you have put him on daily like armor that's kind of a really quick summary of the book of ephesians but what we're going to do here is we're going to kind of read through there's this is not uh the entire book this is with a lot of those dot dot dots you know cutting through verses but beginning in chapter one just want to show you the pieces of the spring feasts of ephesians help you maybe look at it a different way in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. That's Passover. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. That's Pentecost. That was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And you who are included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Again, that's Pentecost. 
I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope in which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. That's first fruits. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it's by grace you've been saved and God raised us. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For himself is our peace, who's made the two groups one, has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was creating himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. Consequently, you're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. That one, obviously, Pentecost. So that's just the first couple of chapters. We'll have two more parts of this as we kind of read through the fast version of, a, of a, the Cliff Notes version of <laughs> Ephesians. And all of them just kind of showing you where he's breaking down these spring feasts. And you're going to watch along with that and go, kind of, oh, and you'll start to see the pattern of how the gospel is, you know, from the beginning of time has been played out before us in shadows and types. I think the next time that I'm asked to preach somewhere, I'm going to steal that for my message. That's, that's really good. <laughs> the short version. Yes, and, and I'm glad, too, that uh, we can go back and uh, listen to these segments again, because I, I know as I was listening on the way in today, and even listening as I'm standing across the console from you, uh, just about the time something uh, is profound and I start to chew on it and wrestle with it, then you come up with five more things that, that I need to really think I on. catch up. Yeah, so if that, if that sounds like you this morning, then uh, make sure and head on over to blog.victory915.com, blog.victory915.com uh, to hear the uh, segments again. And a little bit later, uh, we'll have uh, all of Ray's notes available for you as well, right here on Victory 91.5. For you are once darkness.